Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. You know, one of the neatest things about Parade of Techniques. What's that? I got one this week, not from a new person, but from someone who's been in R-squared almost from the very beginning. Okay. A 30-year veteran, still thinking creatively. Well, of course. I just love that. Well, yeah, we got <clears throat> special people, hun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she took Floyd's idea when presenting offers. Remember, hit him with the highlights? Yeah. So... In this multiple offer climate, what she's doing is highlighting the high points of her offer and sending it already pre-highlighted to the listing agent. Oh. I, I just love that idea. Huh. That's cool. What a great parade of techniques. I have a parade as well. Um, it comes also from a veteran agent who said, you know, this is the time when we are receiving these commission checks that for some of us is more than what we absolutely need, right? Like we're not living hand to mouth. We're in a good market. Yeah. If we're a listing agent, this might be our best year ever. So what percentage of your commission check goes into retirement fund, goes into savings, goes into your budget? Do you have a budget? And how are you distributing that? And if you have to take a check and think about Let's see, what am I going to do with this check? That's probably not the right way to handle that income, right? So you figure out in advance what you need. You start with the budget. Most people don't like that word, but we all have expenses each yes. month, right? So you sure. estimate what those are or calculate what those are. And then everything above and beyond that is divided by these other categories. So allocate where your money is going to go. Maybe every check you take 70% and put into an account and 10% goes to tithing and 10% goes to retirement fund, whatever it is. So think in advance, determine your percentages in advance, and then set up a system so you don't have to think when you receive a commission check. Duh. Yeah. Isn't that great? It's great. Yeah. yeah. And last year was a year when a lot of people did not have the same level of deductions that they've had. Oh in my gosh, yeah, year. right. So you got to be very careful with that this year. Yeah, maybe less marketing too, because you know we're selling things so fast, we don't necessarily have to spend as much as we did when market time was longer. Right. Well, I have an ask the expert. Well, of course you do. And it's a theme. All right. And the theme is motivation. All right. It's almost as if. Oh my gosh, I'm looking out at the rest of this year and 
I'm having a little trouble staying motivated. Oh, well, yeah, we hear that quite a bit these days, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, that was the Ask the Experts question Love that it. was posed, and some great answers came back. Aww. And here's the first one. Don't look at one key. Look at the whole piano. Oh, what a great <laughs> was, analogy. Wasn't it? Yeah. Second one was be really vigilant about what you're putting in. You know, watching you, the news, who you hang out with, mm. what you listen to, what you watch, especially the news, because everything's skewed now. So, what's the old phrase, G I G O? Garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. So, be very careful about what you're. You're the environment you're in. Um, somebody said, read letters to Linda. Oh, that's <clears throat> That'll nice. straighten you out. Huh. Yeah. I love this one. It's a very smart thing. Yes, take time off. But short vacations, like a weekend, not enough time for most of us to decompress. Hmm. You know, type A. Yeah. You know, Floyd always tells that story about going on the boat trips with Linda and takes two days for him to relax mm -hmm. so take longer vacations you know we look at the landscape and it's pretty much true the bigger the producer the longer the vacations are the more frequent they are and speaking of frequent more frequent lfts the little things that'll help keep you motivated two more great ideas one was turn down toxic clients oh <laughs> how many times have you heard floyd say one of the biggest mistakes especially new people make is thinking they have to work with everybody yeah you don't work with your clients and the definition of a client is somebody who will work with you your, your way, way and not fight you yeah. all the time yeah yeah you don't need them all you right. can't get them all so right. even if you got them all you could where would you them. put them right, right. all right and the last one was this. You're going to have losses. You need a support system because you're going to have losses. And you can't get over all of them, but you can get past them if you got the right support system and the right habits. Because there are going to be times for the rest of this year when you're not going to feel like it. It's just human nature. And what carries you through those times when you don't feel like it? Habits. That's right. Yeah, I asked the person who posed the question, you're just a couple of transactions away from hitting your goal for the whole semester, just two away. And it was a pretty ambitious goal. Would you have even come close without having the every week habit of coming to this call and having to report your numbers? That's a good habit, one hour said, a week. No way. Uh -huh. I would have even been this close. Yeah, yeah have that habit. Have the daily morning routine habit or evening routine habit. Have the smart week habit. Have the weekly report habit. That's what's going to carry you through. And especially that top five things to do written down every day habit. You know, another habit we our students have is they have a partner for 590 <clears throat> So, in other words, Thursday morning is my prospecting time from 1030 to noon. It's the same person. It's the same time. That's a habit. We, we love the flexibility of real estate, so mm. we resist those kinds of things. But when you have a habit like that and protect that time, you know, someone was missing 
um, at an hour squared. Oh, I've got this appointment. Well, wh- why didn't you protect this hour? You know, you, you got to work hard to protect those habits, all of them, because those are the skeleton around which everything else is built. Right. I've heard psychologists say that most salespeople are emotional producers, meaning when they feel good, they're productive. And when they don't feel like it, they're not productive. And that's very immature psychologically. The The best advice I heard was uh, grow up, become an adult. And your habits will carry you through all those immature emotional times when we don't feel in control of our motivation. Cool. All right. I have an Ask the Experts question. So this is a student who sent all of us on her board of directors a advertising piece that is being blanketed all over her marketplace. It's on bus benches. It's flyers nailed to things. It's mail-out campaign. It's billboards. And it's the company name, the face of her competitor. And um, uh, we charge 3% commission. Full service for 3% commission. On everywhere. the listing side? No, total. Total? Yeah. How much are they offering on no, the buyer side? No, hold on. I'll, I'll cover that. Okay. But but first thing I want to do is disclose that we don't set prices. We don't commission fix. Um, you know, I am personally not a member of the National Association of Realtors, but I hold them in very high regard. We've chosen over the years, our students are members. We've chosen to follow the rules. Um, and we believe in free enterprise. We believe that commission should not be fixed. So I'm not trying to tell you what commission you should charge or what, but let's pretend that you listeners currently charge more than 3%. Okay. And your competition now is blanketing your marketplace saying 3% full service commissions. And let's pretend that you have three listing appointments this weekend Uh and you know whether they bring it up or not, there's going to be an elephant in the room because let's it's just pretend you would normally charge more. Uh-huh. All right. And and let's even say, I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter what, how much more. All right. Um, how much are they paying out to the selling agent? 1%. 1. Yeah. So they're keeping 2 and paying yep. 1. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Okay. So what do I do? Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. I love this question. The first person that spoke said, well, I hope they stay in your market and don't come to mine. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. But, you know, we've got Compass and Redfin, and those are, you know, national brands that generally do take less than a full price, full service fee, you know. Yeah, and there are also companies that are paying out $1 to the selling agency. So... I heard a variety of things. And what I wanted to start with is, first of all, kudos to Floyd Wickman. Yay, Floyd. Because he taught us all a whole lot of stuff about handling this hesitation. And what I heard during this board of directors call was Floyd's stuff, which is still working and will continue to work forever. Because it's timeless. Yeah. And it, you know, you tweak a little bit here and there, depending on what's going on in the market, but the same concept. So first person said, level of service, you know, analyze your list to sale price ratios. Um, 
use the, um, if he can't defend his own commission, how's he going to defend your equity? Sure. Uh, use that if you were the agent, um, you know, if you could work at Target and get 3% or work at Walmart and make 1% for the same number of hours, the same job, which would you choose? You know, how do you motivate the other agents? And make sure when you're telling that you're also showing. This is just straight Wickman, isn't it? Sure is. You know? Okay, I heard this one. This is so smart. Look up the expireds. You know, if you have to go back five years, look at the expireds, print every one of them up, and then show how he has, they have more expireds than you and your company. Uh, and then someone else said, whoa, fall-throughs, do it with fall-throughs. Yeah. Because we've got back on the markets. In fact, I heard a statistic in one particular area, I heard a statistic that the fall-through rate in that area is 22%. You know, if that's the case in the market that you're in, you need to be carrying that number around with you and you need to show how your fall through rate is less. Anyway, but however, I digress. <laughs> um, um, tell them, buyers, agents, they're working harder than ever. Their job is harder than ever. And maybe the fall through rate proves that. But, you know, explain what's going on in the market. People are writing six offers to get one deal. You know, well, the, the, that sounds like the buyer is making six offers, but there's a buyer's agent that had to do that. That's right. So show how the other agents, the other they could sell any other house and get 3%. And in that particular neighborhood, a buyer's agreement would say that the buyer will make sure that the agent receives the 3%. So if the seller is only giving them 1%, now the buyer is suffering because you're only paying out 1% because the buyer has to make up the other 2%. So what are they going to do? Are they going to offer you as much? Are they even going to want to look at your house? Um, here's, here's a quote. Did he say he'd list it for 3% or sell it for 3%? Thank you, Floyd. Um, Heard that before. Fear of loss. Um, and then one person said, um, take that dollar bill and shred it. Um, and then finally, uh, use your sharp angle question. What's more important to you? How much money, uh, how much commission a realtor charges or earns? What's more important to you? How much a commission a realtor earns or how much money you walk away with? By the way, that's not a sharp angle. Here's the sharp angle. So if you knew you could hire me and walk away with more money than hiring them, forget commission, forget how much any of us earns. Let's just talk money to you. If you knew you could hire me and put more money in your pocket than hiring them, would you hire me? Okay, well then let me show you something that I think will prevent you from making a mistake. And that's when you take out all this ammunition. You know that NAR stat that you and I just looked up last week? You know, go back 30 years, National Association of Realtors says a full-service company will net you 90, get 97% of full market value. Um, a, a, a limited discount broker will net you 92%. That's historical. Now, you might be in your market right now, 114% of full market value might be more common, but I'll bet you your discounters are getting a smaller percentage than the full service companies. Is he really a full service company? Uh, that, that business model doesn't seem to work. You're not going to buy designer clothes brand new at Goodwill. They're in a designer shop. I want to say two things. 
congratulations to this agent, first of all, for getting three listing appointments. Woo there you go. So what do you do when you go on these appointments? Well, you take everything with you. You look sharp. And on the way, you say to yourself, I'm not I'm going, going over, over there to, to see, see if, if I, I can... even, yep, if I yeah. can get it. I'm going over there to see, see if, if I, I even want it. Yeah. And you ring the doorbell and you smile and you pay him a compliment. Take the kitchen table, break the ice, take out your, you know, you wickmanize them. Listen. And if you sit mm -hmm. with them and spend the time to question and listen and take notes and build relationship and trust and rapport and respect, you're unbeatable. You got no competition. That agent who's from that discount company, they haven't been trained like you have to do what you can do face to face at the kitchen table. It's magic. So make sure you put on your best show and where the chips fall, let them fall. Because here's the other thing. This too shall pass. Discount brokers are a symptom of the market that we're in right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Come into fashion and when the market is hot. Deep pockets also can get empty. <laughs> and that's what's going to happen eventually to this company. Those deep pockets, they might be full of money now. But if you keep discounting, they're not going to stay full forever. This too shall pass. Love it. All right. Hey, if you want to build your business, June 15th, come to Master Sales Academy. It's virtual. We would love to have you there with us and welcome you into our Wickman family. See you there.